Welcome to Olives and Pimentos podcast. I'm speaking with Among Legends. Hello. That's Mitchell. Hello. And that's Sarah. Hi. Wicked. That's a great start. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is, is going to be a good one. Um, how, did the, how did the band all start? Uh, I started the band when I was taking like singing lessons in... Uh, Kitchener. It was like a New Year's resolution one year that I wanted to try out, um, and I met some people there uh, and had a friend who um, who played guitar, and so we like started jamming at this like music school space, and and uh, eventually expanded out with uh, uh, with some additional people that we found in the city, um, and so uh, yeah, over time the band grew. We like started as like three and four people, and then. Uh, grew to a band of five people, and then last year um, a couple of those folks left, and so we're down to, to three now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was fun. Like, like it's. Uh, I feel like uh, it's been really cool to like get to know musicians in the Kitchener Waterloo area. Um, our guitarist uh, at the time, Cameron, we found on Kijiji, and. Uh, Sarah was also somebody we found on Kijiji, um, and that was really fun. Cause it's like outside of my own network of people, um, an opportunity to like meet uh, really great musicians in the area and make some cool music together. That's wicked. And uh, so you, play, I'm assuming you write and play guitar and sing, yeah? Um, I have written a bunch of our songs, not all of them, um, but written a bunch of our songs. Um, I have no idea how to play guitar. I, uh, when I started, when I, uh, I started the band, I was the drummer and the singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then we brought Sarah on board. Uh, and then I was just the singer for a long time. I played no other instruments. Um, and then last year when our bassist and guitarist, one of our guitarists left, um, I, t- uh, taught myself how to play the bass. Um, so now I play bass and sing. That's, yeah, well, that's the thing with a bass player too. All you have to do, really, is just uh, listen to the uh, listen to the drums, right? I play bass as yeah, well. Yeah, so. and uh, and it helps when you have a badass drummer in your band. And that is Sarah. Hello, wow. Sarah. Wow, I'm blushing over here in nice. Waterloo. Uh, yeah, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> how long have you How long have you been playing the drums? Uh, I've been playing the drums since I was oh dear God, uh, since I was like 13. Okay. Uh, so uh, I will be 33 in a week. So yeah, however long that is, that's a lot of years. Yeah, I got 10 um, years on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I used to play piano. I kind of started uh, playing piano when I was really young um, and did that for the like obligatory number of years. And at some point, uh, I think my parents got sick of trying to force me to continue to play piano. And I was like, drums seems like a cool idea and uh, made the switch. And it's been, uh, yeah, super fun. That's super cool. Um, so the 2022 album is just the three of you guys, yeah? That's actually, uh, so we were a five-piece at that point. So uh, it was uh, Sarah on drums and some backing vocals, um, two guitarists, uh, Tyler, who's, who's uh, still working on music with us, uh, and Cameron, uh, and then uh, our friend Anthony on bass, um, and then I was singing. So... So that was five people on uh, Take Good Care. So how was the transition from five to three doing that album? Because you recorded it as five people, right? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. It, it's been interesting. Do you, uh, maybe an ex- somebody who observed the change uh, more seriously would be the outside person, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I just have to learn stuff. I've paid no attention to the quality, but Sarah knows both sides of it. Has it been okay? Uh, no, it's been terrible. It's been a terrible, terrible time. So it's wicked how honest you guys are, right? You guys, uh, you know, fuck you, Mitchell. It's garbage. That's okay. That's fine. fine. Don't ever lie to me. That's the thing, right? Okay, I promise. I promise I won't. So for all this time, you thought it was all right, and now it's just a flaming... The truth, the truth's got to come out eventually. A now flaming heap of hot garbage. Um, so what do you find different with that, Sarah? No, I think uh, it's. I think it's been. Uh, I think it's been really good. It took us. Uh, it took us some time to figure out uh, sort of how to make the songs work mm-hmm. uh, as three people. And um, yeah, I think a lot of that work was uh, was not me. It was uh, the folks playing guitar and bass. Uh, and here we are. I think like with a with a sound that is like fairly full and represents the songs uh, in a way that's true to the album, but like different because there's only three of us uh yeah um, yeah it's been really it's been really neat to do it i feel like uh honestly i feel like like mvp of the band in the past year has been our guitarist tyler like he so when you're um when you're making an album when you've got or playing live and you've got two guitarists you can have one person playing rhythm guitar and filling out kind of the middle area of space and then you've got somebody who can play lead guitar on top of that and add a melody that's really nice and complimentary. Um, and with one guitar, you you kind of have a choice a lot of the time, right? You've got, if, you, if you're doing a lot of like power chords and big sort of like rhythm stuff in the middle, the moment you go to play like a guitar solo or something on single notes, something in the middle of the music disappears. It feels lighter, it doesn't feel as big and full. And I think Tyler's done an amazing job at like finding spots where he can do something melodic and do something noodly and do something that feels like a lead guitar thing without causing the song to feel like it's dropping in intensity or dropping in um, kind of fullness. And I think that, I think, I don't know, I feel like he's, uh, yeah, I feel like he's MVP for sure on, on the transition. I think, okay, listen, uh, we should give Tyler some mad, mad props for doing that. But let's not let's not lose in the plot of all of this. Uh, you get to learn an entire new instrument, uh, so maybe we can have two co-MVPs, and I just kind of hang out and watch, uh, which, is, which is fun for me. Um, way to go, team. There you go. So, yeah, Mitchell, you had, to, uh, you had to learn how to play bass guitar. How long did that take you? Um, to get the basics... It was probably like four months or so, probably. Yeah. Um, the, the the hardest thing was so like Sarah, I like I uh, I learned music on the piano. So when I think about music, it's in one long run. It's like in my brain, it's from left to right in one long row, eighty eight keys, eighty eight notes, um, and you don't have that on a on a guitar, right? You have you have to like I have to. I had to retrain my brain to think about how the string jump up in pitch and then where where I'm supposed to go so that I'm not trying to like run one hand up and down the neck of the bass guitar like like so frantically um, 
And so, yeah, that, it was hard. Um, and it's like a big like retraining of my brain. Um, but then once I understood the, the, like where the notes are and where the notes are in relation to each other, then, then like, then the confidence kind of like kicked in because honestly, like if I'm just playing root notes of the song, it's going to sound okay. So, so then if I know where, what the chord progressions are for the song, that's fine. That's, that's enough to mm-hmm. get by. And then, and then as I've gotten more comfortable, I've been able to make it more dynamic and more movement in the bass and stuff overall. But it was like, the biggest hurdle was just like figuring out where are all these notes that I kind of think about in one line that are now broken across four different lines. Yeah. Um, and then after that, yeah, then after that, it became, like, it's become really fun. Right. I get to make stuff up now. I get to, like, you know, I can match stuff that Anthony, our previous bassist, did if I thought it was cool and I really liked it, and I can simplify it or I can change it if what he did was really complicated and it and it hurts my brain to figure it out. So, um, and as we work on new songs, like, that's fun, too. Like, write songs that, that match my comfort level or or match the trio format in a way that we haven't done before it's been it's been really fun yeah that's the thing too is like with bass guitar it's like it can be easy but it can be complicated too at the same time right like you can basically just sit there and listen to the drummer and sit there and just do a mean rhythm section or you can sit there and do what you said and be a mean bass guitar player yeah and and the songs you know like different songs like kind of dictate what that is like there's some especially like new stuff that we're working on like some songs we're letting tyler sort of fill in that space um some songs sarah's put a lot of effort into like really unique like patterns and and ways of moving the drums and so like not everybody has to be going 100 percent all the time Mm -hmm. um it's nice to let it like i like sitting back and letting the other people in the band do something very cool um I like I like the ability that we can like yeah I don't know like like let each other show off a little bit when we've got something cool and so um, yeah it's like it's it's neat it's it's comforting knowing that I know the roots and then and then I can I can go bigger if I want to yeah no that's that's totally cool man that's the thing about about being in a band that you know if you could like I guess. What I'm trying to say that you can stand back if you wanted to, or you can sit there and be the forefront, or it'd be a whole team to do it, right? Um, yeah. So, how did you, uh, what, uh, let's go like this. Uh, what bands are you currently listening to right now, uh, Sarah? Ooh, okay, right now. I'm and it doesn't have to be punk rock. Yeah, okay, I like, uh, maybe don't have the, like, widest musical palette, so, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, it'll be in that, in that area. Um, this, uh, for, like, almost a week at this point, I have been basically only listening to a record that Mitchell told me about, uh, by a band called The Pomps. Uh, Mitchell, what's the record called, you know? Bottom of the Pomps. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a ska record, and, uh, at first listen, I was like, ooh, I'm not gonna like this record very much. It's got, like, some synthy stuff and some 80s-inspired things, and I don't know if I like that. And then I listened to it again, and I was like, oh, boy, I do like this. And now I have basically just listened to that for uh, a long time. So I'm really enjoying that record. Yeah, they're listening to That is basically it. That and, like, 
<laughs> relearning our demos for practice this week. <laughs> the entirety of the thing, yeah, when I get, you know, it's like when I get stuck on a record, I get stuck on a record. And so it'll be that for a little while and then move on to something else. So stuck on that right now. Yeah. Sean, I'd like to tell you a, a related side story. Yes. I told Sarah about this album. I don't even like it. <laughs> really? I recommended one song. And I was like, I don't think, I don't like the rest of this album. I think they're like a technically good band, but it's it's not my thing. I just like one song. And this is this is exciting news. This is breaking news that, that Sarah has taken this album and run with it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, the it's, melodies, the melodies are on point. They're really nice. So it's a it's a are. it's a good album. Uh, I've I know I know them uh, well. Um, they're top the pomps. Uh, 2013 was a really good album, but you gotta check that one out. Uh, yeah, they're really good too. Um, any other albums or just the one band and the uh, your own demo? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's that's exactly how I wanted it to sound. It's for educational purposes. And it works. I swear, I swear. Um, what else have I been listening to? I've been listening to an EP by a band called Maze. It's called Are You Home? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a little like throwbacky. Kind of reminds me slightly of like high school music, but not in a bad way, like in a good way. Um, so that's been cool. And then what else am I listening to? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I was um, just before we started uh, chatting. I was listening to the KEXP Rap Boys uh, <laughs> like video with the whole. Oh yeah, they do like four songs or whatever. That Rap Boys window or album, the window is so freaking good. So let's say that one. What about you, Mitchell? What have you been uh, rocking in your headset in the new? Uh, 2024. What have I been listening to? Well, uh, maybe our whole band is pretentious. I've also been listening to our demos, and that's not. Uh, you guys really like stroking yourselves off, huh? <laughs> There's a reason. There's a reason. Well, yeah, I also to have a happy finish, but here we are. We uh, we have um, we're going to record a new album uh, in uh, and, and that process starts in February, um, and uh, we don't. I don't think we have enough songs yet to put like a like a list of of songs together. So everyone's the three of us are kind of in like emergency listen to old stuff mode um so that we can like get used to some things that we like worked on months ago and then sort of push to the side for a little bit why don't you uh, guys just why don't you guys just uh, like record a single and release it and do it like that um uh i don't think we're popular enough <laughs> yeah. well, I think, yeah, I think you guys, I think, uh, yeah, man, because like with everything like going on right now with, uh, with how bands release music and whatnot too, right? Like you could sit there and really do like two singles and have like two months work on an album and then throw it all in the rest on Bandcamp. You do like that we too. Did, um, we actually have like a few songs from the album that we released in 2022. We have a few songs off of that that didn't make it on the album that we ended up recording. Yeah. Um, and it's like in like a little, it's not even an EP. Like it's like, it's three songs and they just sit as wave files on a folder in my, on my computer. And we talk every once in a while about releasing those. And, um, I think, yeah, like, uh, 
maybe we have something that we can just use to buy us time anyway. Well, that's what I would do. Like, a lot of bands do that too, right? Like, and you can also, like, there's a lot of bands too, like, that's, like, almost calling it, like, a B-side, right? So, like, you yeah. know, release, like, one or two or three singles and then buy us your time. But there, why is there any pressure to release it all and make sure it's, like, fucking rocking and good, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's, um, that's I'm really excited to, to do this. Like, we wanted to, um, we wanted to, wanted to record something this year. And, and I feel like without putting something in the calendar, like, it's very easy to just push off that sort of that time and that date if you don't have anything on the calendar yeah. to the point where I, like it would be very easy for another year to go by. We could book some more shows. We could do something like that. We could, you know, find other ways to spend our time. And then, and then all of a sudden it's this time next year again. So I like, I like having this stuff in the calendar. I like having us working towards something. Um, it's, it's been a long time since we've done, we released that album in 2022, but we recorded it in 2019. Uh, oh, no shit. Eh? A long time since we've been like in a studio with like a focused, uh, agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. You're getting the itch to do it, right? Yeah. I yeah, love recording. Yeah. We were just, Sarah and I were just talking about this like a couple of days ago. I, mm-hmm. I love recording. It's like one of my favorite things. So other than listening to your own music, Mitchell, um, <laughs> <laughs> what else, uh, what else are you listening to currently recently or what got you into the genre of music that you're playing now? Oh, well, okay. Why don't I answer that one? That's um, cool. Answer them all. Yeah. I don't really give a shit. That's like, yeah. Well, it, yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's do that. Um, I, uh, what got me into this kind of music? Um, I was at school and I was like, like middle school, I think. And somebody brought um, somebody brought a Less Than Jake CD to school. Oh, they, which one? Like, uh, it was so at that point it was the Greased soundtrack. Like they did like all the Greased songs. They did covers of it, and I yeah. thought it was silly. I was like, this is funny. Like what? What other funny music do you have? And then and then I very quickly learned that that it wasn't just funny music. It was like music that was like doing something for me uh and i and i really liked it and so um i like spent a lot of time uh like trying to find stuff i didn't have like high speed internet i do go to the library to find stuff Um, and uh and so it was like less than jake the band was like the gateway drug and then and then after that it was um like the punkorama and warp tour compilations that i could find at my local library um you could search by band and like that, that was the only thing that would show up were these compilations, but it's great. Cause it's like compilations of like all the best bands that you could ever want to listen to. So, um, yeah, that was like, that, and then, and then it was game over. It's like, give me, give me everything. Mostly Scott at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then, less than uh, Jake or yeah, killer, man. Sort of, sorry. Less than Jake or killer. And they're still, they're still making music too. They're still doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and so it, yeah, and then and then it, that like just opened the the floodgates, and I yeah couldn't couldn't get enough. Yeah, like uh, I got into uh, punk rock and hardcore and all that jazz. Uh, uh, no, I don't want to do that on the computer. Shit. Um, well, like when I was in high school, like one of my favorite bands right now, uh, and I always listen to them is Melancholin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, from and then. Another one would probably be fuck. Do I have to? Yeah, I'll say no effects, but like not really right now. But 
they've released a lot of garbage, but they've released some good albums. <laughs> well, that's the thing. What's that? I was just gonna say I heard on uh, on the uh, the episode that you did with with Michael um, Michael Crossy that uh, he's a big fan of of Coaster. Uh, Horrible. And I, I love that album. You're fucking nuts, man. I don't get that either. What? <laughs> I think I just get so long to take all the shoes as my favorite. But, Are you fucking kidding? No, it's not. What? <laughs> this is fucking over, man. Um, I. And then I asked him too. I was like, he was talking to me, uh, pump up the volume. I was like, what, really? He likes that. I'm like, no, man, it's uh, really, that's fucking nuts. I don't get that part either. <laughs> like I tried, like after I had, did the podcast with uh, Mike from uh, Krusty Media, I actually, like the, the next morning I threw it all while I was washing dishes. And after the third song, I'm like, what am I doing? I sh- shook my head at myself in the mirror. I'm like, what's going on? Um, and you guys got a bunch of shows coming up too, yeah? Uh, just one for now. Yeah. Um, but that, but it's gonna be fun. Um, Sarah, like you've got a connection with like one of the like the band from Buffalo that's playing. Um, mm-hmm. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm playing at uh, Bovine in Toronto with um, the Mendozas that are a Toronto band. Yeah, then, uh, they're on the podcast. There. Oh, nice, yeah. yeah uh, uh, they're jo- great. Johnny's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we, uh, we played a couple of shows with them and, uh, like at the end of the year uh, as well, which was super fun. Um, and yeah, On the Cinder are from Buffalo, and they're uh, really rad. I met them out of pre-COVID, I don't know, um, at a, they played a show in Kitchener, and they needed a place to crash afterwards, and I was like, okay, like I have an apartment, I can fit you all here. And uh, so we kind of hung out uh, that night, and... I've kept in touch, and finally, after I don't know five years, probably we get to play a show together. So I'm pretty stoked about that. I did that same thing too. Um, my buddy was is playing with Atain Jacks. I don't know if you know them or not. They're like a, a hip hop sort of like alt rock band from out east. Um, okay. So they were playing uh, a Laura River Fest, and then my buddy Neil was like, "Hey, listen, can we all five, four of us sleep on?" both of your couches i said sure and then i'm like wait a minute i also live with someone else let me phone her and see if it's okay <laughs> and she was cool with it and they ended up staying i think they stayed for like fucking two or three days i oh, know the amount of vape pens that were on the floor at the end when they left was fucking crazy I'm like this is nuts <laughs> i like probably found five or six um wicked and so do you guys do you guys run that record label you guys are on or we run a, a record label. It's not the one that we put the record out with, but uh, yeah, we run a record label. We do oh, a thing. Yeah, what's that one called? Let's, uh, let's dive into that. Into the record label? Yeah. Uh, so Mitchell and I started a record label called Steady Riot Records. And last year, uh, we put out our first two releases, which was uh, super, super cool and fun and neat. <laughs> Sweet, uh, Sarah. What are the like two releases? Yeah, so uh, the first one was uh, an LP by a band called More Av. Uh, it's called Turnaround. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've known the guys from More Av for a long time at this point, and they were sort of like a perfect candidate to be our first sort of like, how do we figure out how to release a record uh, release? Uh, they were really forgiving with us as we tried to figure things out. And, um, yeah, uh, those guys are really great, and I'm really happy with kind of how that went. 
Um, and then, yeah, we did an EP with a Toronto band called Wasting Time, uh, and that came out Ooh. on 7 uh, Inch, which was really neat, uh, kind of close to the end of the year. So, I got, first uh, done. Yeah. I got Wasting, uh, Wasting Time on the podcast. I think it's on Thursday. Pretty sure it's on Thursday. It's either Thursday or Friday, and I got uh, Davey from uh, uh, Dead Cemetery on um, on Friday morning too. I think it's Friday oh, morning. Cool. Yeah, the early podcasts are fucked. Like some people are like, "Hey, you want to do like ten o'clock?" I'm like, "No, I don't." <laughs> it's my day because I work as a chef, eh? So like, oh, yeah, okay. I work like fucking ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen hour days, and it's like, "Hey, you want to do yeah. a podcast?" I'm like. No, but yes, I do. I'll see you at 10.30. Um, so what else is going on with you guys? Uh, you guys are playing uh, a show with the Mendozas of the Bovine. Anything cool and inter- interesting going on? Or no? Are you guys on Bandcamp at all or no? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, we can, uh, you guys got a bunch of merch out there. And then, um, yeah, man. Uh, I think, uh, do you guys want to talk about anything else? Do you guys watch hockey at all or no? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm a, I'm a hockey nerd in the band. Are you? Yeah, yeah, it's me. Wicked. <laughs> I'm a Leafs fan. I'm Are you really a Leafs fan? Better, better I'm, for words, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, you guys um, are all right. Well, you guys signed Nylander for, what, 8.5 today? Uh... Yeah, it's like a stupid amount of money. What? It's like 11 and a half million for eight years or something? That's it. It's 11 and a half for eight years. He'll be retired by like the fucking fifth year, man. It's uh, it's a little wild. I don't know how they think they can ice another team, like an entire team when that much money is tied up. At, like, well, now you got, why? I don't get, I don't understand. And I used to be a Leaf fan. I'm a Habs yeah. fan right now. Um, That's an interesting allegiance switch. Yeah, because you know but what? Why? I said, you, you know why? Because it's like, whatever, man. You aren't fucking winning, so I'm going to go to the other team. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, it's crazy how, I think it's nuts how they signed him for that amount of money, and the other two are getting a crazy amount of money, and there's still no goaltending. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been... Uh, Doesn't make yeah, any fucking sense. <laughs> Like, hey, uh, way to go, Martin Jones, for uh, winning three games in a row. That was, uh, that was real nice. Oh, that's what I mean, right? They're like, oh, fuck, you yeah. won three games and we're good to go to the Stanley Cup? Fuck Nylander. <laughs> Pull out your wallet. We got some money for you. It's just, stupid. Just a little bit of money. Just, just a little bit. He won't even um, fucking play the full contract. Yeah, he's going to be, what, like, I think 36 by the time the contract is over. He's going to be retired by he's 32, 34. Yeah, well... That's what it is. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by that point, by that point, like the window of opportunity is definitely going to be over, you know, like, and they'll be in. Some sort well, of then player. hopefully the window of opportunity yeah, is over, play. and they move the team to Florida, and I'll be fine with that. I can give a Fair fuck. <laughs> I'm only joking. That'd be fucking horrible. Huh? <laughs> um. So, what are your favorite uh, local bands, uh, up and coming local bands, right now? Uh, Mitchell.
we had just come back from a few shows up in like Sudbury, North Bay kind of area. Yeah. We played a show at the Doc Ellis, and that was set up by um, that was set up by uh, John from the Mendoza. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just pulling up all the information about that show so I can get all the information right. It was so fun playing uh, shows with these bands. What's uh, the uh, What's the band? More Av. So it's M O R E. What? Oh, M O O R E. Okay, M O O R E, and then Av. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I think I got it. They're on Spotify. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, it's four yeah, piece. They're, they're, they're great. Yeah, four piece. So three brothers and then one lifelong friend. Um, and uh, yeah, they're just lovely people. Um, uh, the, the music is great. Um, yeah, have spent a lot. Uh, we've done a lot of shows with them. We spent a lot of time with them. That's always fun. We played a show in in Toronto in July um, with a band called Blight Brigade, who were also like really fun to to get to know. Um, and the music was was really terrific. Um, and uh, I think if I remember right, there was some instrument swapping for them going on that evening too. Uh, and that felt really good as somebody who is not at that point was not super confident in playing bass and singing at the same time. Right. Um, nice to have some solidarity there. Um, yeah. And then, uh, Oh, I just had another band. Hang on. <clears throat> Who else? Who was on my list? Oh boy. It's cool, uh, man. Oh, uh, I think I would be remiss if I did not mention Sundown Superhero. That's a good one. Yeah. I haven't heard of them either. They're also lovely. Okay, so they're local in the sense that uh, the the leader of the band lives in the GTA um, and and like and does a lot of the like planning for for shows and all that sort of stuff. The rest of his band uh, is from uh, Barbados. Interesting. Um, so they do uh, they do shows here every year um and we got to know them really nicely or like really well um a, a few years ago um and uh have stayed in touch um emil from sundown superhero is gonna like cover on guitar for the show that we're playing in in january um we yeah we did like four or five shows with them this year um they came for a bunch of shows last year and we had a barbecue in my backyard like it is they're yeah they're just just really lovely people um and uh yeah i don't know that's that's some bands that i've like really enjoyed hanging out with yeah i like that band more out man um i don't haven't really listened to it i'm just looking at their uh spotify and they look like they rock man yeah yeah there's a song on their album um, called Antisocial that uh, when, when I listened to it, when we were like listening to the um, to like the pre-release stuff when we were talking with them about the album, mm-hmm. um, that was the one that like just the album is good. Uh, that is the one that like I every time I listen to an album, if there's an album that I'm listening to, uh, usually there's a song on it that like I listen to it and then my ears go, oh, I'd like to hear that again. And then, and then I, and then I stopped listening to the album for a while, and I just listened to that song a bunch on repeat. Um, and antisocial, 
was was the one on that album for me. It's uh, yeah, it's cool. But all the songs are good. Uh, but that's that's the one that, that did it for me for sure. So here's a question for you: um, When you guys uh, when you guys release uh, albums, do you uh, or any release music? Do you guys do any? Do you have any vinyl available, like tapes, CDs? Um, do you mean for like for the record label? Or yeah, for no, for for your guys. Yeah, we did um, we did everything for yeah. the album release, and I and I think we'll do it again. Um, yeah. we are uh, uh, we're so, we're sold out of vinyl records, um, which was very cool to experience. I would like to sell more, but it's cool to have sold that many. Um, we did vinyl records, um, we did CDs, and then Sarah handmade uh, cassette tapes. That's fucking wicked, dude. Yeah, you know, I love all that. We've got. You've got, Sarah, you've got, like, a whole arts and crafts desk for band stuff. <laughs> yeah, I ended up making, like, a lot of, well, it wasn't a lot of different things, but it was, like, a fairly significant volume of things. I made, like, <laughs> 10, 10 or 12 tapes, I think, which doesn't seem like a lot, but uh, it was a pain in the butt. It was fun. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so I, like, painted them all on, a, on my kitchen table and, like, got them over and whatever, and then... Uh, I made lighters as well, like put stickers on lighters, and uh, that was cool. I actually bought some more lighters the other day because we're, I think, out of lighters, and we should probably have some more, so I'll get to that at some point. That's fucking, everyone needs to smoke a joint, man. I'm sure what anyone says. <laughs> um, everyone can say what they want about Justin Trudeau, but fuck, he legalized it, and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Finally, I can grow my own without someone fucking looking at me weird. Um, awesome guys. Uh, that was a great chat. That was awesome. Um, okay. So right now what you guys are going to do to me, either Mitchell or Sarah, you guys are giving me all the socials for among legends. Oh, I'm going to do that. Yeah. You're going to do that. What if I, what if I tee you up each time and then you can say that handle and I'll say, I'll say the, the platform and you say the handle. You want to, okay, yeah, we'll tag team it, okay? Okay, ready? Sarah, okay. what's our website? Uh, AmongLegends.com. Correct. Sarah, what's our uh, band camp? Uh, Among Legends 519, somewhere at band camp. Is it band camp slash Among Legends 519? Yeah, it is. It's band camp slash Among Legends, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Teehee. <laughs> What's the, what's the, what's the format for Bandcamp? It's amonglegends519.bandcamp.com. Ah, damn it. <laughs> okay. So now you're one-on-one one right now, Sarah. Yeah, it's okay. It'll get better. I know the rest of them, I think. Sweet. Let's bring a ratio up. Sarah, what's our Instagram handle? Oh, my God. It's amonglegends519. That's, that's right. What's our Facebook handle? Oh, my God. I think it's amonglegends519, too. Not that's true, the number. 519. End it there. Uh, that's right. What's our Twitter handle? Among Legends five one nine. Do we still have that? Yeah, that's a really good question too. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have it? Yeah, yeah, we do. I don't use it very much, but uh, I don't there. use mine at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think a lot of the time, like um, uh, a lot of what we do is just like Instagram and then synced with Facebook, like. Yeah. Um, do you guys get a lot of shit off Facebook? I always ask bands this because, like, when I do the podcast, like, I just usually do TikTok, and I'll do, and I always do fucking Instagram because it's 
fuck, fuck, it's always there. Um, <laughs> but I tried, I tried doing a Facebook page for the uh, podcast, and yeah, no, it didn't go. <laughs> it didn't go. It didn't go because you because uh, it was a bad experience, or it didn't work. No, it was just a bad experience. I think Facebook's like a dead yeah. platform, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, unless like you're asking for an apple pie recipe or. Looking for a picture of you in front of a Christmas tree from like fucking nineteen ninety nine. I think that's all it's good for. I love, wow, I you love just cracked my Facebook. No. What's that? Sorry. I love, I love looking back at all the awful, like not awful things that I said, but like all the like cringeworthy things that I said in in previous years. Um, yeah. Like attempts attempts to be funny. Um, like you know when I was in like a high school band, like trying to convince people to come to shows and stuff. Um, photographs. I would really like to uh, wipe my existence off of the internet pre, like, twenty eighteen. I think. I th- I think I would like to be a person that did not exist on the internet before the year twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, me too. How How old are you, Mitchell? Uh, great question. Thank um, you. I'm 32. There you go. Right on. Um, and how is it? Do you guys use the band Twitter? Like the band's Twitter or no? I fucking have one for the podcast and it's absolute dog shit. Um, not really. No. Yeah. I uh, I like Twitter to like read other people who say things that are like smarter and funnier than I could ever think of. I use it um, for politics and it, like when someone's fucking trashing some politician or I use it for sports and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like it was always like slightly more, slightly more like newsy oriented, and and then like discussions around like news topics a yeah. lot of the time. Um, and that's like I like that to like consume information. Yeah, uh, I like I like it for reading. I like it for like quick little like I don't know like a hit of like somebody is doing something that is clever and funny. But, but uh, like, am I funny enough to post something? Not really. Um, so we, it, it just sits there, honestly, and I use it to, like, read other things. Oh, um, um, yeah. We do a lot of updates. Do you guys have TikTok, too, or no? We do. Sarah, you want to you guess what our handle is on TikTok? Oh, is it uh, Among Legends 509? <laughs> oh, you nailed it. Could you imagine if I got it wrong? Ugh, it would be terrible. <laughs> That's, that's almost a perfect record. We uh, we do have a TikTok. We used it to promote the album and uh, have not used it since. Um, it's yeah. I, I don't know. Feels feels like a more effort in some way. Uh, not really. Like when I use it, and I use it like fucking really like uh, like lazy. Like I don't yeah. I don't uh, I just record the video and then I add it to my TikTok account. Same thing as. I don't add any fucking stickers on it or whatever, but, like, when I record or do stuff for you, like, I get a lot of hits off of it. That's why I just do the uh, Instagram and TikTok. Facebook can fucking eat shit. Twitter can eat shit. <laughs> Twitch, I don't understand what why that is even there. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. And same with yeah. YouTube as well, too. Like, you guys have a YouTube channel or no? Yeah, we do. Um, we put our, like, we put our music videos up on it, and that's and that's it. Well, that makes sense for you guys. Like, I was talking to Mike from Krusty Media. Uh, he's like, "Do you have a YouTube channel?" He's like, "I'm like, no." He's like, "Don't do it." <laughs> I'm like, "Why?" Because yeah, he has a podcast as well. Yeah. Um, 
And I'm like, why is that? He's like, it's too much work. Seriously. I tried it for like three or podcasts. I got four viewers. And after that, I said, fuck it. And I'm like, sweet. That's it. That's a good note. Noted. Uh, okay, so you guys got all your uh, socials in there. And you guys are hopefully recording a new album this year and probably doing a bunch of shows. Um, is there anything else you want to say on the Owls and Pimento? Oh, do you guys have any cats? No. No. Right on. No cats. Any dogs? Uh, no. No. Fuck, your life no, is so uh, easy, eh? Do you, do you want to know, ask Sarah about what pet she has. <laughs> Sarah, what kind of pet do you have? Uh, I have a, a 17-year-old uh, very tiny parrot. His name is Jack. Uh, and it is a miracle that we've made it through this podcast recording without him blocking the background. It's amazing. Um, You're the first yeah. bird person on the podcast. The first bird person? Oh, dear God. Oh, <laughs> dear God. What about me. What's, um, <laughs> what does Jack, what, what's his name, Jack? Jack. His name's Jack. Yeah. yeah. What's he? Uh, what's his favorite thing to do with you? Um, <laughs> he likes to eat like food. That I think is maybe his favorite thing. Uh, he just wants to eat all the time. And then when he's done eating, he wants to like sit with you and like just hang out, which is like a super. As I'm saying this, I'm like, oh my god, this is so fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> what does he sit on your lap gonna, while, while you're watching? It. Does does he sit on your lap while while you're watching TV? Does he sit on my lap? No, you know he doesn't. He doesn't do that. Uh, he prefers uh, like a shoulder is where he would probably sit. Um, does he bite your does earlobes? He, does he wear earphones? Is no. Does he bite your earlobes? Does he bite my earlobes? No, no, he doesn't do that. Uh, thankfully, my um, mom, you said two fucking cockatiels. Oh yeah, did they bite your earlobes? <laughs> annoying they sit on your shoulder and just fucking until you fucking ble- <laughs> like you'd have earrings in your fucking earlobes and this bird is trying to rip it out my mom and my mom used to go to me she's like oh they're playing i'm like no they're fucking hurting get these vultures off me yeah that's honestly that sounds about right to be it's to fucking be nuts man um, how yeah. long how long how old is jack he said he's old He's 17, yeah. They live forever, don't they? Uh, I'm finding that out currently, yes. <laughs> they do. A decision you made in 2005 will haunt you for the rest of your life. Because, like, I'm looking it up right now on Wikipedia. Like, they yeah. live for a long time, eh? Yeah, uh, not that I wish ill will on, on my pet bird. Uh, like he's with you forever. Like, Fifty years, I think that that's not going to happen. He's too small; they just can't live that long. Um, well, but yeah, there's ways you can do it without we'll feeding see. it, but don't do that. That'd be kind of <laughs> cruel. Yeah, they could, they live for like fifty or sixty years. Like he's with you forever. <laughs> I like, will him to somebody. He he. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to will him to somebody. Hey, listen, I'm dead. Can you take my old crusty parrot? <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I guess we'll uh, end it on that. Uh, that's a good one. Old crusty parrot. All right, guys. Uh, Mitchell and Sarah from Among Legends. We've been talking for 43 minutes and 18 seconds. Thank you very much for doing this. And just stay on the line when I press stop. Uh, you guys can say goodbye now. Bye, Sean. Bye. All right. Bye.